up and we're back. It's the one and only. And yo, right now, I'm joined by the one, the only. She's a rising star coming straight out of that 915 El Paso. KP, Crystal Poppins. What's up? How you doing? Doing good. How you living? How you been? Pretty good. Pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Doing doing music full time. Can't complain. <laughs> That's the dream, isn't it? Yes, it is. Let's talk about Crystal Poppin here for a second. Yeah. The name. How yeah. did you come up with the name Crystal Poppin? Uh, so it was given to me before I even started making music. How? Um, so a family friend was mm -hmm. uh, living with me and my family at the time and it was before I made music, and all my friends would come over to my house and we would like get ready and then we'd go out. And this was like during the summer, so we were going out every night. And every time I'd walk out, like with all my like group of friends, right before I'd, I'd leave, he'd be like, see you later, Crystal Poppin', like to make fun of me, you know, just to poke <laughs> fun of me and stuff. And he would say that every time I would leave. And I thought it was really funny. And then um, the day I made my first song, they asked me, the, the producers, they were like, so what are you gonna, what do I, Put your name down as like for your first song and i was like crystal popping that was it <laughs> that's it that's how it happened so how did you get bit by the bug like what made you want to get started in doing music to begin with because you just said you know the name crystal popping came before the music yeah but how did the music come after the name uh so i i feel like the music came to me because i was um I was a writer like most of my life and I loved writing, I loved journaling, I loved just like making poems and rhymes and stuff. But I never considered like myself that one day I'm gonna be a rapper or I, I didn't even have the idea that I wanted to be a rapper, you know what I mean? So um, one day I just like jumped into a cypher that was going on at a party that I was at and um, I spit like one of my verses and then a guy that was there that like, he heard me, he like pulled me aside and he was just like, oh shit, do you rap? Like, what's up? And I told him, I was like, no, I don't rap, I just write. And then he was like, hey, I got a bunch of like studio equipment, we can go set up and like we can get your first mm -hmm. song recorded. Like I, I, make, I make music, he introduced me to his homies and stuff. And I was just like, yeah, that's cool. Like that sounds like fun, let's do it. So then sure enough, they brought all their equipment to my house and then we recorded my first song in my room and um, as soon as I heard myself on that track, like that's that's when I fell in love with it. Like that's when I knew, like this is what I want to do. Like, so what were some of the artists that inspired you? That you know influenced you? You know, whenever you were growing up over there in the nine one five, who were some <laughs> of the artists that you were like, yo, these are the artists that made me fall in love with not just rap music, but music yeah. in general. Um, so my mom, my my whole family, her siblings, like they're hip hop heads. So I grew up listening like a bunch of hip hop, old school nineties hip hop. I grew up listening to like Cypress Hill as well, uh, West Coast music. Uh, my dad's favorite before he passed away, his favorite music was uh, New York rap, like East Coast rap. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Really? So I just grew up. I was just around music all the time, and not just hip hop. Like they would every Sunday religiously in El Paso. Everyone in El Paso knows like you have to play oldies, and like you play them like they start at twelve and then they don't stop. So uh, I grew up listening to oldies as well, and I feel like. I not only do I rap, but I also do like vibes and stuff like heartfelt, like painful songs. And I feel like oldies like contribute a lot to that. You know what I mean? Like that soulful part of me. Um, other than that, like I also had friends that were like into rock bands and like, you know what I mean? Like people, all, all kinds of genres of music. I, would, I just loved music. And before I made music, I was constantly listening to music. I was constantly looking for the next new artist that I was going to fall in love with. And like, just had this very eclectic like collection of music that I that I love listening to. You know, and I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions about you. I've told you this numerous times now. I actually heard of you, 2016, 2017. Mm -hmm. 
I believe it was G Spook that put you on my radar. Rest yeah. in peace, G Spook, by yeah, the way. Um, he had mentioned to to me about you know this new artist coming out of El Paso. He said Chris the Pop, and I've told you when I heard the name, I was like, is that like a fourteen year old rapper? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like it just had a real bubble going to me when yeah. I heard it. Uh, but fast forward, obviously, you started working with GT. Started working with La Mike, and I started seeing some of the the videos circulating, and then I started doing my research. Mm -hmm. So I came across the video Miss Poppin, which is a video I think that might have been your first video. I don't know. I don't know how how, uh, how old that video is, but I think it's like mm -hmm. 2016, 2017. Yeah. And I loved it because I felt like it, it it demonstrated a certain level of charisma. But I think the biggest thing that I took away from that was the fact that you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. You know, a birdie even told me that you experimented with like rock music for a yeah. while. And <laughs> see, I've been doing my research. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, so a lot was, of people don't know that I had a whole I had a whole rock band. Yeah, they told me, they're like, bit. yo, you know Crystal did rock music? I was yeah. like, interesting. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up to her one day. Did you have a name of a, did you have a... I did. I, I'm not going to expose it yet because my case. dream is to bring it back. Like, later on in time, I'm going to bring it all back, and then it's going to be a whole thing. But I can't expose the name yet. But, yeah, there's, the music's out there. <laughs> all right, don't, don't. We'll like, if you find it, you find it. <laughs> Well, I'm going to find it. Just so you know. <laughs> the link will be in the comments somewhere in That's here. Funny. No, but let me let me let me ask you. So at what point you talk about your journey of music? At what point did you realize that it was real, that this is something you were really going to pursue as a career? Uh, you know, what, what did that look like? So um, when I first started, literally the day I started was the day that I recorded in my room that first song. Like I haven't left it since that day, but um, I was doing it for like a year or two years. And then that's when I met. LFDC, which is the group that I'm still with to this day. And um, they just like, they saw something in me, you know what I mean? And they told me like, like we believe in you. We want to, we want to help you in any way we can. So for a couple years, we were all doing a bunch of work in El Paso. We were like uh, opening up for people, people's shows that were coming through the city. Like we were starting to get a name buzzing in the city and it was really cool. And then once I saw that like people were, were interested in me and like I was getting like views, like back then, like, uh, YouTube to get a thousand views as a local artist in a day like that was big news like l for a local artist right? it still is don't discredit <laughs> yeah, I remember to you it is but it's still a big deal for those aspiring yes, artists yes. out there right for, for a new artist you know for what sure. I mean and when I was starting to put out videos I was getting that kind of attention and it was it was really surprising to me and everyone around me they were just like that doesn't happen like for brand new artists so they're like you got something like you need to you need to take this serious so um for a couple years i was grinding i even went to like beauty school i started cutting hair to save money for music like anything i did was for music and then um, it was 2015 i believe that's when me and my manager ds jr we were talking one day and i was like bro like i need to i need to do this full time like i can't be cutting hair and trying to rap and like adding days off and like all this stuff like it wasn't working for me because I was I was working and trying to do music and I was like let's go full time bro like manage me and like let's move out of El Paso and he said yeah let's do it so in 2015 I moved out and I started flying you located to where Vegas Houston I went to I went to Vegas Houston, first Houston yeah Houston, whatever the drinks are yeah that, <laughs> And apparently that's that, right. <laughs> uh, so you know, you mentioned your father passing earlier, yeah. and, I, and I don't want to go too much into this, but how much of that is a motivation for you? Because I saw one of your posts recently on social. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like me, obviously, you know, you're doing my event. I named the whole event after my mom's record shop. Yeah. So I'm real, real sensitive, and I get really emotional sometimes. I start getting all, you know, it, it's sensitive, but yeah. I'm very motivated by that. Yeah. How much of that plays a part in your story and what you're trying to do from a legacy perspective as an artist? 
honestly, I believe that like my father is kind of like the like the cornerstone of everything that that I've become because not only did he like like I miss him, you know what I mean? Like a, a big piece of me was taken out of my life. I don't even celebrate Father's Day cause that's how like hard it is for me. Like that day, like I'll get off my phone and I don't even want to look at anything. Like I just pretend it's a regular day. But um, like it's so, I, I still have him like close to me. Like I talk to him still to this day. Like, you know, I, I ask for him for inspiration and for guidance all the time. So I feel like he's still active in my life. Um, I feel like he as well, like he had a music Ear. like he had an ear for music and he loved music and anyone around will tell me that and I think I got that from him as well also his like taste in music like I like that's my favorite yeah. you know what I mean like he would make a bunch of mixtapes like he has cassette tapes full of music that he just like recorded off of like the radio or like his friends were DJs and he was just like getting all this music together um, and that was just like him and I think I got that from him um, also like the fact that he's gone, I feel like I want to inspire like my family, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that it's the biggest thing that's happened to us, like tragedy. And, um, I definitely want it to be something that we come out of like, like triumphant. You know? Yeah, no, for sure. And I say this cause I know this for a fact. I'm sure he's proud of you. Cause you're out here, you're doing your thing, you're grinding, you're working, you're going out, you're, you're doing shows, you're touring. And you know it takes a lot, especially for a female artist, yeah. because it's diff difficult to get taken serious in, in a male-dominated industry. Yeah. And it's very difficult being a new artist because you're always compared to somebody. I'm sure you've heard all the comparisons sure. imaginable, and and I, and I want to get to that because I want to know how you feel about some of those comparisons, whether it be Snow the Product or Cardi B or whoever, right? Yeah. You like it's it's inevitable. Yeah, for sure. How do you feel when those things happen? Like like, hey, I'm just Crystal. Um. I think that, no, I talk about it with my team a lot because I don't feel like I am the same as someone else. You're not. <laughs> I'm letting you know you're not, but continue though. Um, but for instance, you see Nikki and Cardi, you know what I mean? Correct. Like there's so many things you can say like they're the same, but if you really look at them, like you really look at Cardi B and you really look at Nicki Minaj, like they're two different artists. They're two different women. They represent two different things. And um, I think it's the, same, it's the same case with me, but I feel like with women, people don't have too many comparisons. Correct. You know, there's not a lot to compare to it, just because rap is, you know, male dominated. So when a new female comes up, no matter who, what, where she's from, like there's gonna be 20 people that they're gonna think she's like until she proves herself that she's her own thing, you know, like she's doing her own thing, which there are a lot of copycats and stuff like that. Yeah, but for sure. I, I don't, I, I always strive to be original. I always strive to be like, what's gonna, not even like, what's gonna make me different. I just always try to be like, what's gonna make me me? And that's the most different thing I can be from anybody. Absolutely. You know what I mean? well, I, and I feel when I hear your music and I've heard enough of your music now to know, I know who you are and I don't feel like you sound like anybody else. Mm -hmm. You know, but within our culture, people do that. People are extremely territorial. Like they see somebody come in, they're like, oh, I don't yeah, like this. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, these, comparisons and uh, it gets fucking weird fast. Yeah, I think that I'm, it's funny cause I feel like I'm more similar to some male rappers than female rappers, Correct. you know what I mean? Just because that's who I grew up listening to and who I grew up studying. Like, yes, I, I've studied the females in the, in the music industry, but like, it was like male rappers, such as like, like my top five favorite rappers. Like, first of all, it's 
Kendrick Lamar because he's the one like when I started rapping like he's the one that was blowing up like he and I had never heard anyone like him before so I fell in love with him and he like he taught me like how to write how like his structure and everything I studied him a lot Kanye West Lil Wayne uh Accentacion and uh, and Drake like those are people that I feel that I look up to the most and um I would compare myself more to like their likings. Instead, yeah, I got you. Know? you. I wouldn't ever um, necessarily correlated the two. Yeah. To be to be honest, have you experienced any form of professional jealousy since you've been in the music industry? For sure, for sure. Like I, I feel like since I started, even from there was like, like a the song local... of you in a boxing ring and shit. Like yeah, <laughs> I was like, was that kind of one of those instances? Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> I. I definitely, you know, like the, the fangs come out when you mess with me because like I'm not I'm out here minding my own business. I'm never starting drama. I just do my own thing. So if you find something to beef about with me, like I have every right and my I feel like I have every right to come at you with what I got, you know, so I don't I don't I'm not here for the beef. Like truly look at what I'm doing. Listen to my work like I'm not I'm not here to be for nobody. Absolutely. So let's switch over to a lighter, lighter mode, mode yeah. mood, whatever. Right. The song with Paula Deanda. Yeah. Dope song, man. I had actually when I first heard it, I, you know, as soon as I heard it, I was like, yo, this is a really, really good song because I feel like for you and we're just talking about, mm -hmm. you know, some of the inspiration, some of the motivation behind who you are as a person, which obviously translates into the artist, like it adds layers to you. Yeah. This song is very commercial appealing. It's very uh, commercial friendly. Uh, how did the song come about? Uh, so I was in L.A. Well, I am currently living in L.A. And uh, I'm making music with Charles Chavez. And he set up this uh, session for me. And he was just like, hey, I got some musicians. And I want you to go, you know, kill the session, see what happens. So I go in there. Uh, we started making like, like we messed around with like the guitar. It was like live instruments. And it was a really cool vibe. And I was like, they were like, what do you want to write about? And I was like, you know what? I think that right now the world needs something that feels good. The world needs something like not so, uh, not not about beef, not about negativity. They need something to to be happy, something that's gonna bring them happy vibes out. And I was just like, dude, let's make it about that. Like, let's make it about, let's make it feel like if you're at a barbecue, you know, you can smell the meat and then like you're mm. popping a beer open, you got your oldies on, like I said, like on a Sunday, like what does that sound like? So that's when I started writing my verses and I was like, boom, boom, boom. And I said, thank God that we made it through the lockdown. And I was just like, we just want to have a good time and all this stuff. And like this whole song came about and it was really cool like it was it was dope and it was the first time i kind of made a song like this and i always wanted to i always wanted to try to make like like a radio song a song that went good with radio because i feel like not everyone can do that not everyone can make like a dope song that can be listened on the That's radio true. and um i was like i i want to be that level of artist and i went for it and i feel like it went pretty great and then um after i had completed the song uh, I was telling Charles, I was like, hey, I think it would be cool to have like an actual singer on the hook. And, um, you know, like Paula, she got the she got the pipe. So yeah. it was like I was talking to him. And he was like, what about Paula Deanda? And I was like, yo, yes. 
And Paula, like, I know her music. I grew up listening to her. I even told her one time, I was like, dude, you, you performed in El Paso, and I still remember your outfit because I, like, <laughs> I loved you that much. So the fact that I got to work with her, it was, it was like, mind-blowing to me. You know, it was, it was a personal accomplishment for me, for sure. And now we're, we're homegirls. Like, yeah, you know, see it now we time. hang out. Like. And then we the IG stories, you and her. Yeah. I was like, all right, we get it, we get it, we get it. It's funny. No, it's, all, it's dope, it's dope. I was like, that, that's, uh, it made sense. You know yeah. what I mean? But you mentioned California. Yeah. You're from Texas. Yes, and sir. And you're water burner. Oh, Whataburger, 100%, oh, always, man, okay. always, always, always. I was going to say, this interview's over, dog. No, you know? bro. Uh, everyone always asks me that, and I'm going to tell you, a lot of people who stay in and out have never had Whataburger. Yeah, and I'm like, right. you need to try Whataburger. We, just a, we needed to test your Texism. You know, no, like your Texas-ism. You know what I mean? I'm all about Whataburger. All right. So what's next for you, man? Obviously, you know, I know you mentioned you're working with Charles, and I would love to ask way more questions but yeah. you know we're gonna save it for the next one okay i want to know uh what's next for you what do you got coming and um yeah project so, so next um i'm basically hitting the road now so i'm just gonna be all over for the rest of the year you know what i mean and mm -hmm. and for the time to come like i i don't want that train to stop so um i'm, I'm gonna hit the ground run i already hit the ground running my first uh day was uh the other day on tour shout out to Malena. she's also an upcoming california artist um, and yeah, I'm just gonna be touring. And while I'm on tour, I'm carrying around my studio equipment and I'm recording because I'm dropping a couple projects before I, you know, before next year comes. And a lot more music is coming, a lot more videos. And yeah, I just got I got a bunch of content that I think everyone's gonna be um, <laughs> like surprised and happy about. I'm, I'm ready for the new music. I'm ready for the new videos. And uh, you know, I want to let you know again. You know, I'm extremely happy and proud of you. The fact that. You're out here, you're working. It takes a lot. A lot of people don't realize yeah. how resilient you have to be to be in the music industry, how resilient you have to be to hear the no's, yep. to hear people criticizing, critique you. And so for you to be here after all these years, uh, you know, obviously, like I said, I, I, w I became familiar with you pretty early on. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit different. I have a little bit more of a, you know, like a different opinion about you. Yeah. Uh, but just knowing that you went through that, through your rock band, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Through, through, it's gonna through, come back. <laughs> <laughs> through all of this, uh, it's pretty dope. So I appreciate you joining us. Thank My you. friends, that right there is Crystal Pop. Y'all make sure to follow on Instagram. You already know what it is. Nothing beats experience. We out.